This is the Everyday Encouragement Podcast with Beth Sargent, where you will be encouraged to be confident, courageous, and inspired in everyday life. Welcome to the Everyday Encouragement Podcast. I am Beth Sargent. Every week, I'm going to share with you encouragement that you can use every day in your workplace in your family, as you follow your dreams, your goals, and as you go through seasons in life. Like many of you growing up, I didn't have a lot of people in my life to encourage me with my dreams and my goals in life. I did have my husband, though. He has always been by my side to encourage me and to believe in me. He has encouraged me to write books and even do this podcast. I once read a quote that says, You surround yourself with people that encourage you. All of us need someone to encourage us and to believe in us. Every week, I look forward to spending time with you, catching up with you, and encouraging you through life. I want this time with you to be like we are sitting at your favorite coffee shop and we are having a cup of coffee together. And at the end of this podcast, I hope that you would subscribe, share, and give a five-star review. I want to ask a question. Has there ever been a time when you were up against a difficult situation? You had so many questions and you didn't have all the answers. Today, I want to talk about when you don't know what to do, do this. At the end of this podcast, I am going to share with you four things to do when you don't know what to do. But first, I want to share my story. It was July 6, 2019 at 1130 p.m. I received a phone call from my mom. My mom was at the hospital in Ashland, Kentucky. My husband and I We pastor a church in Louisville, Kentucky. My family lives three hours away from us. I was surprised at why she was calling me from the hospital. When I answered the phone, my mom was frantic. She was so upset. She was crying. I couldn't hardly understand what she was saying. And I said, Mom, slow down. What's going on? She said, your dad brought me to the hospital tonight. He thought I had pneumonia. And as they were checking me for pneumonia, they discovered I have cancer throughout my entire body. To say I was surprised is an understatement. I couldn't believe what my mom was saying. I had just been home, my family and I, spending time with our family for the 4th of July. We had a wonderful time. We hung out. I did notice at that time my mom had looked like she had lost some weight. But my mom had a lot of health issues in life, and she was always in and out of the hospital but they never could figure out there at the end why she was losing so much weight. And so I said, Mom, where's Dad? And she's like, he just, he couldn't handle it. He's, he's left the room for a few minutes, but they've discovered it. It's all through my body. I hung up from the phone, and I talked with my husband and told him what was going on. And at that moment, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I got a phone call that I wished I would have never had to get a phone call from my mom saying that she had cancer. There were so many things going on in my mind, so many thoughts going through my head, and I didn't know what to do. And in that moment, I just told the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to trust you. So I asked today, what do you do when you don't know what to do? And in that moment, I had so many questions, but I didn't have all the answers. The next day, I got up, I got everything packed and ready to go, and I headed back home to Ashland, Kentucky. I remember walking in the hospital room, and my mom was in tears, and she just kept saying, I'm not ready, I don't want to die, I don't want to die. 
While we were at the hospital, the doctors thought that she had five to seven months to live. They wanted to go ahead and send her to hospice so that we could get a plan together to control her pain. Two days from finding out that my mom had cancer throughout her body, we were at hospice trying to get her situated. We were able to bring her home a week later. The doctors had originally thought that we had five to seven months for her to live, but actually from the day we found out that she had cancer, she only lived for three weeks. I loved the time that I had with my mom for those three weeks. I was able to go back and forth and spend quality time. But then again, three weeks later from finding out that she had cancer, again around 1130 at night, we got another phone call. And this time it was the hospice nurse saying, I don't even know if you'll make it back home before your mom passes away. I'm thankful we were able to make it back home before my mom passed away, that I was able to be there with her and to let her know that I loved her. But losing a parent has been one of the most difficult things I've ever had to face and ever go through in life. And it left me with a lot of questions and I had no answers. I found myself saying, well, what if? What if the doctors would have found this out? What if this would have happened? What if that would have happened? All of my friends and families were the same way. And you know what? Sometimes in life, you may go through a situation and you may find yourself saying, well, what if this would have happened? What if that would have happened? One thing I've learned is I can't get stuck on the what ifs. If I get stuck on the what ifs, then I lose my focus on the hope that I'm going to make it through it. And I want to encourage you today, whatever that you're facing, you're going to make it through it. It's just that we've got to learn to trust the Lord. I go back to what I said that first night, and I've said it over and over every since, since that happened in July, was I don't know what to do, but I trust you, Lord. You know, I don't know how many times that I have quoted the scripture in Proverbs 3, to trust in the Lord with all of your heart, lean not in your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. I have quoted that scripture so many times. I've read that scripture so many times. I've preached on that scripture so many times. But during this season of my mom passing away, I have really lived that Proverbs 3. What it truly means to trust in the Lord with all of my heart. That I'm not leaning on my own understanding. Because you know what? If I get so caught up on the thoughts that are going on, well, if I would have done that, if I would have said that, then I would not have the victory and the hope and the peace that God has for me. But in this time, I have had to learn that I have had to trust the Lord. And one thing I've learned is that it's okay to have questions. Sometimes in life, people will come to you and say, well, you shouldn't be questioning God on that. You shouldn't be asking questions. One thing I know about the Lord is he always wants us to be honest with how we feel. Psalms 139 tells us that he knows our rising and our setting. He knows our thoughts before we even think them. He knows what we're going to say before we even say them. But he's just waiting. He's waiting for us to come and say, hey, this is how I feel. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have all the answers. Because in that moment, when we come to him and we say, God, I don't know what to do. We're allowing him to come in and to help us. 
That's how we're trusting him. I love David in the book of Psalms. It talks about David. And you know, David was a man that followed after God's own heart, but he also faced a lot of enemies and he had a lot of things that went on in his life. Just like things that we go through in our life, David had so many. But one thing I like about David is that he was always so honest about his feelings. He just came and he just laid it out there. He said exactly how he felt, whether if it was that he was afraid or whether it was because he was angry or if he was scared or if he was hurt or if he felt all alone. He laid it all out there. But the one thing he did, the next breath he took, he went ahead and started thanking God. He started remembering how God always brought him through. The Bible tells us that God will never leave us nor forsake us. That means he's always with us. Does that mean that there's going to be times in our life that we're not going to feel God? There are going to be times that we're going to wonder, Lord, where are you in this? But you've got to remember that he says his word. Now, God is not a man that he would lie. But he says in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. So he's there. So David knew that all the things he was feeling, he laid it all out there to the Lord. And then he came back and said, but God, I thank you that you are there. I thank you that you're faithful. I thank you that you're going to see me through. And during this time with my mom, I've had to go back and I've had to remember all the times that God has brought me through. There are so many different things in my life that I've faced that have been difficult situations, but God's always showed up and he's always been faithful. I want to encourage you today as you listen, whatever you're up against, whatever situation that you are in, I want to let you know that God is faithful and that he is going to see you through this. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a hope in the future. We can't focus on all that is going around us and be overwhelmed. We've got to remember God's got a plan for us. He's going to bring something good out of this situation. Not only when we go through situations that are difficult, do we have a lot of questions and wish we had all the answers, but I don't know about you, but sometimes it's easy for me to take on the role that I've got to be strong for everybody. During the time my mom passed away, I immediately felt like I needed to be strong for everyone. And that's what I wanted to do. But during that time, the Lord really helped me to realize that, you know what? It was okay for me to grieve. It was okay for me to cry. It was okay for me to feel sad that my mom passed away. Sometimes we get in our mind that we've got to be so strong that we can't let anyone see our feelings. But you know what? We've got to give that over to the Lord. And through this situation, I learned that the Lord is the one that gives me strength. It says in his word that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. And I have to remember that I can't do anything in my own strength, but it's through the strength that God gives me. We have to remember that we've got to take everything one day at a time. If we look at the big scheme of things and how everything seems like it's going wrong, the situation looks huge. What am I going to do? We will become overwhelmed. 
we will not be able to see the end out of it. But I want to encourage you today that you've got to take it one day at a time. One thing I've learned about grief is that it comes in waves. One day you're doing okay. The next day you miss that loved one. You wish that loved one was here. And what I do know about my things that I go through in life is that I've got to trust him one day at a time, one minute at a time. And when I do that, I won't get so overwhelmed with everything that is going on. I just know that God's going to have all the answers for me. There are going to be times in life we don't have all the answers, but he is going to be faithful and he is going to see us through that. There are four things that I want to share with you that we can do when we don't know what to do. This is what we can do. Number one, we need to give up control. That means we've got to understand that God knows what's best. Now, I know that that's hard sometimes. And sometimes we want to think that our opinion, that we know what's best. But ultimately, God's the only one that knows what's best for us. And if we're going to trust him with all of our heart, if we're going to lean not in our own understanding, then we've got to give up control. We've got to allow God to do what God wants to do. That means we've got to trust him in the little things and we've got to trust him in the big things. That means we've got to let go of hurt. We've got to let go of unforgiveness. We've got to let go of disappointment and anger and we have to give that over to God. The second thing, when we don't know what to do, we need to understand God's timing. Whatever you're needing help with today, whatever situation you're going through. Remember, God's timing is different than our timing. He's not governed by time. He is not in a hurry and he's always on time. He's never late, but he's always on time. He may not be on the time that we think he needs to be, but he will be on time. And we've got to be so careful when we're making decisions and when we're trying to navigate through this situation, navigate through life, that we understand that the best way is to wait on God's timing. We do not need to get in a hurry. One thing I do know is that if it's God today, then it is going to be God tomorrow. And the third thing, when we don't know what to do, we need to make sure that we are not making a permanent decision on a temporary problem. I see too many times when someone has a temporary problem, but they make a permanent decision. Sometimes people may think that they're never going to get out of this situation, that there's no hope, and they may take their life, and they made a permanent decision on a temporary problem. We need to know that, you know what, there are seasons that we're going to go through in life. Seasons come and seasons go. We do not stay in one season for the rest of our life. And if we can remember to focus on him and know he's going to see us through, then we're going to be able to be careful and not make hasty decisions. The fourth thing that we can do when we don't know what to do, this is what we need to do. We need to talk to someone. We need to talk to a Christian counselor, maybe. You know, I think that if you're going through a very difficult situation and you're not really for sure what to do, you need to find a good Christian friend, a Christian counselor, and talk with them. Let them know how you feel. Because you know what? They're going to have wisdom 
and they're going to have understanding to give you. And it is so important that we reach out and we get help from those people. I want to leave you with something that the Lord laid on my heart to share with you. I feel the Lord would say to you today that when you don't know what to do, don't give up. Keep moving ahead. I will make your path clear if you let me take the lead and follow you. I want you to follow after me. You are not meant to take the lead in this. This is too heavy for you to carry. Your shoulders weren't meant to carry this. This is for me to carry. Trust, I know what's best for you. I always have the best things in mind for you. Remember, it is one step at a time. Don't get overwhelmed with the future, for I have great plans for you, plans for a hope and a future. So let me come along this journey with you. I am with you every step of the way. I want to leave you with this today. I believe in you. You are going to make it. Whatever you're facing today, whatever questions you may have, I want to encourage you today. You are going to make it. God is going to see you through and I believe in you. I hope our time together has been an encouragement. Please remember to subscribe, share, and leave a five-star review. I am praying for you. Thank you for joining us for the Everyday Encouragement Podcast with Beth Sargent. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a positive review.